five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh, the WDMA. We're going to be talking about, guess what? Creative again today. <laughs> but I think this is the best one I've seen in a long, long, long time because it's from someone who knows what they're talking about, Craig Huey. So Arapahoe Basin is up in Colorado and there's no shortage of places to ski. So we ambushed skiers headed to other resorts to show them what makes A Basin legendary. And they went around a parking lot and said, where are you headed today? And the Keystone or Copper or uh, Winter Park, I've been to all of those. And I've also been to A Basin in this. But this car commercial, it brought back so many memories. So they put them all on a bus and- um, Excited to show you the place. It just happens to be the best ski area in the world. Okay, so here they're getting up. It's also, I think, one of the highest in North America. I think it's 14,000 feet up by Loveland Pass. And uh, it brought back memories for me because I've gone off. They didn't really show the cliffs, um, but there are just astounding. <laughs> there's actually ski runs up here. And to my right, there's a cliff. And uh, they... When I was there, which was the 70s, you know, so this is 50 years ago almost, uh, they would put out they would put out picnic tables. They didn't really have a lodge. They just put out picnic tables. I think this is new, and uh, in a sort of a flat spot, and they would grill chickens out in the sunshine. And uh, I think I only skied there once. It was such a monumentous experience that I actually bought an A Basin hat off the ski lift operator because there was no lodge there was no place to buy you know souvenirs and or or anything like that at the end they're kind of it looks like they're eaten out in the sunshine and uh i think they may still do that but that was like the only place you could get Maybe lunch when i woke up this morning and so they just had this big party this has been the best day skiing i've ever had in my life Okay. Love this place, and we'll definitely be back. And there's a Getting lot of... It's absolutely worth it. Okay, so there they go. And this is from Adland TV by Dabich. Um, and uh, tells a story, and I forgot to highlight it. But um, the Cactus team surprised unsuspecting early risers, offering them a choice to continue their plan of the day or join an, an A Basin adventure. Uh, and Gus was a is a, a Olympic Olympic medalist. He joked, "I'm totally non creepy way." <laughs> in a t in a to <laughs> I can't even read it. <laughs> in a totally non creepy way, we want you to get on our bus. <laughs> so uh, I can remember skiing that. I can remember skiing the west side through the trees, and it was so high up. You know, you come from Wisconsin, and, and this is like 14,000, 12,000 feet or whatever. I also remember uh, climbing up to the weather station and looking out over the entire Rocky Mountains because uh, it was a bright, sunny day, which is not that common up there. And uh, or, or you may have clouds below you. Um, and, uh, you know, I remember... I remember standing on a cliff and seeing the ski tips sticking out below me and nothing else. You can't see anything else and you just dive over the edge and somebody else did it. 
I can do it. That's how you do it. So anyway, thank you for that one. It brought it brought back so many great memories. Okay. Top CMOs spooked about Musk's coming MMA appearance. Now, I wasn't sure if Musk was going to get in the cage with the UFC fighters. <laughs> or maybe he was going to sit with Joe Rogan and, uh, you know, have a smoke and commentate for MMA. But it turns out this is not, uh, <laughs> this is the Mobile Marketing Marketing Association. Okay, what a great name. And they're worried about uh, Twitter's lost a lot of their a lot of their uh, big advertisers. Revenues are supposedly down about 60 percent since October 2022. Um, and uh, and Musk's racist rhetoric. Now, I follow Elon Musk and he has now passed Barack Obama for the number of followers on Twitter. Um it's like 192 million or some crazy number. Uh, and I don't remember ever seeing a racist comment. I can't think of any. So, oh, but Musk defended Dilbert comic strip creator Scott Adams. <laughs> this is total lies. This is just total lies. You know, Scott follows me on Twitter. <laughs> And uh, and I follow him back and we exchange messages and, you know, he's left of Bernie Sanders. I mean, uh, these this article is just complete garbage. Let's see. Carlene, I'll reach out to you and uh, you need to you need to really, really rethink your disinformation. I have to say I do read uh, digital news every day almost. And this is just ridiculous. And if you read what Scott Adams or you watch his show that was this infamous show or watch uh, his interview about it with Hotep Jesus, I think you'll get a better view of Scott. But anyway, so, you know, we label this, we label this, we label people as racist. And it's just, it's just defamation, in my opinion. Okay. And uh, <laughs> this is good, though. By giving Musk a stage, we've signed up to broker an important discussion that must be managed with the, well, I don't know about managed, but they should listen to him. Most harmed by his actions. Mm, you know, Twitter is so much better now because you read something crazy. You think it's crazy. It could be left or right. I, I have I have 4,000 uh, followers on Twitter, and I get a lot of both. But what's fun is, is that when you get into the the, the comments, uh, you get both back. You get both sides of an argument. Where else can you do that? I'm I've gotten to be a huge fan of Twitter, and a huge fan of Musk for doing that. Okay, and uh, but you got to get out there on it. You know, you gotta you gotta get back in it. So, 15 surprising results, increasing rules to follow, and this is so good because it is from Craig Huey, who's got I don't know what 40 or 50 years of actually testing stuff. Uh, we did one of his on headlines yesterday, I think. Direct mail is direct mail art is more challenging than you might first think, and it's more impactful than you might think. Many direct mail campaigns have been crippled or destroyed because the artist violated critical rules that have been proven successful. 
Oh, and I went over to scientificadvertising.com yesterday, and the price has gone up. I'm sorry, but it's $5, $4.99 for, uh, for the book. But it's got pictures now, and it's uh, excellent. And that would be a great place to start to, con to extend the training that you're seeing here. But the part I left out yesterday that I felt bad about after I, after I hung up, I, I go and I go and I go and then I stop. <laughs> Sorry about that. But if you watch every day, you'll pick up all of the nuances. So the biggest breakthrough we had was when we, when we got the results back and we were doing catalogs generally in the, in the, in the, uh, the, the design team I was working with, we did about 24 different catalogs for different brands like um, Pontiac and 3M and Caterpillar Tractor and uh, Abbott Labs and, um, you know, just a bunch of, bunch of really big names that cared about their, cared about their branding and imprinted merchandise. And so, and we could see which, which items sold the best. And so we would sit down with the, Art, art team, maybe buy them lunch, you know, and sit down at lunchtime so we don't take away slowing down other projects. And we would sit down with them and we would show them on a page which items sold the best. And we would discuss what we might do to, uh, you know, to help the sales. One of the biggest, biggest breakthroughs we ever had was we were selling a genuine Swiss, Victorinox Swiss Army knife. But the, 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 the way they did it, they would press, they would take uh, an extrusion of your logo and they would slice it real thin and then they would mold the, the red plastic around it so that it would never wear off, okay? Just like the Victorinox, genuine Victorinox, lab, uh, you know, insignia never wears off. But they could only imprint one side. So if you did your logo, the Victorinox... Yeah, mine did come off. Okay, this is this was my father's, and it was it's really old. You can still see it. It's sort of like embossed in it now. It's kind of nice. But anyway, so they so you couldn't show the Victorinox insignia and a brand on the little knife. Those little knives here, I do have it here. And so they weren't selling the way they should. And at the same time, it's just the little the little one. See the little one. They weren't selling as they should, and ours were about $15 or something. You know, they're expensive little buggers. And uh, at the time, there were some really inferior uh, Chinese knockoffs. Nothing wrong with Chinese, and they're probably making them today. But in those days, um, it was definitely inferior, and it was really inexpensive. So it was like $2 compared to our $15 one. And so we, we talked about it, and what we decided to do was show the big, fully opened Swiss Army knife with the Victorinox on it, with the, with the Swiss cross. And the next catalog, we sold only $5,000 worth of the big one. Not many of those. But we sold 80000 in one drop of the little ones because it... it be putting them in close proximity made the statement that this was the genuine Swiss Army knife. And you can do that with creative. And if the creative team participates in looking at the sales and a big, huge win and how creative can complement, right? 
instead of everybody griping about how oh, you're taking away all the white space, you're making it look schlocky. I was famous for that accusation, getting <laughs> schlocking it up. Okay, well, and anyway, so talk with your design team. Explain to them how these rules work. That, that may be the most important thing I've said, at least this week. Anyway, the next thing is copy is king. And what I mean by copy can be pretty broad. It could be offer. It could be the headline. It can be a lot of things, but it is it is the the actual information you know and too often i see almost all the time on internet on e-commerce uh i see items that have no size reference you know down lower in the article he uh uh craig says you know it's better to show an item in someone's hand than just blank because it's a size reference and by size reference i mean you know, put a quarter in there or put a paperclip in there or something in the photo to give somebody an idea of how big or small this is, okay? But don't detract from the copy. Uh, oh, this is so good. You're going to have to get download this. Go over to WDMA.org, okay? Always use serif. The copy must always be given visual prominence. When other visual or graphic elements dominate, regardless of how beautiful they are, they serve only as a distraction. Do you know how much baloney I see in these creative articles? This one is gold. Okay, this is the place to start, and then you go over to to uh, to scientificadvertising.com and and uh, and uh, <laughs> Claude Hopkins. There's a lot of wheels spinning in here. Claude Hopkins explains the testing that direct mailers have done to establish these principles, which are the same since I was beginning in direct mail. Always use serif type style, which is not what this article is set in. <laughs> I went back and looked at the original blog post, and it's not in it either. He could have been, but it isn't. <laughs> but he's not trying to sell as much on the blog post. Okay, so this is sans serif. See that straight, no little footies on the bottom of the type, okay? But, and I, you know, I don't know where I can get you. It, the whole internet is like this, you know, and and uh, he says, Times New Roman is the standard, but it's boring as a headline. You might want to use uh, Helvetica or Arial as more, a more common name for it. Um, body copy, Garamond, but there aren't, you know, this is if you're, if you're using, you know, I don't know that Garamond is the best on the internet. My, my logo is Garamond. Uh, I don't know if I have a, a business card handy or anything with my logo on it. Probably not. I got a golf ball up there that I could show you, but it's a little bit small. <laughs> okay. And so he's got a lot of stuff about type, type size for body copy. And I did an analysis of of advertising of the advertising for the Billy Graham Association for their annuity division, and what we found was that um, that he said for mature the mature market we often use 12 or 13 point type size. The market for the annuity division was el older women, elderly women, and uh, if it went below nine, it didn't just it, it you could see it decreasing. 
the smaller it got. But when it got to nine, if you went to eight point for the body copy, there were no responses. It went to zero. That was a shocker for me because occasionally they did it in eight point uh, type and it got no responses, zero. So this is this stuff is gold. You know, they paid thousands of dollars for me to do that analysis. I looked at about, I don't know, it seems to me dozens and dozens at least, uh, maybe 100 ads they'd placed over, uh, over a couple of years. Um, and we tried to find key factors, and the type size was, was by far the biggest surprise in there. Okay, he's got letting, uh, interesting. Uh, it, it basically says you can set more type closer together, a smaller line between each row of type than you think. Letting is from the old days of linotype with lead, literally lead uh, strips in between the rows of type uh, when it was hand set. Avoid the temptation to use right margin justification. Indenting paragraphs helps. Uh, optimal uh, column widths. Avoid long paragraphs. I see this violation all the time. Long, long sentences, long paragraphs, especially if you're using chat GPT to write your copy. <laughs> long, long paragraphs. It loves to be redundant. Okay, things. five things to avoid. White type on a black background. Type over a picture. Large type or print type printed over lar dark Bend a screen or on a dark paper. I know what that means, but you may not. Large sections of italics use warm colors, uh, especially for food. Two or three colors is optimum. Um, using four colors, this was, this was gold too. Using four colors usually doesn't increase response enough to offset the extra expense. If you can find a printer that prints in less than four colors, most of them don't anymore. And so, Craig, I'd like to know where you print, where you find a little duplicator or an Insti printer or something. Uh, I mean, I used to sell Insti print, you know, and uh, for Wisconsin Graphics, and that's what we had. We had, I think, two color presses, you know, and then we'd run them through a couple of times. Um, we did not, we outsourced the four color. Use photos of people. Almost always can improve response by putting in testimonials always have a caption this is just the greatest stuff this is really 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 true okay stuff on the order form busy isn't necessarily bad be willing to sacrifice white space to have room for readable body copy oh yeah okay so go over to wdma.org and subscribe and if you if you haven't you should uh, and you can also come to the meetups where we have real direct marketers talking about how to improve your results. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.